Good evening, welcome to episode 6 of 1.1 Song. My name's Elliot Porter and this is the show uh, that takes you behind the song. So I talk to one artist every week and we talk about a song which they've written, which they may be releasing soon or they may have released before. And then we talk about a cover that either they love or uh, they've covered themselves. And we go into a little bit of uh, depth about the song. We find out how they are, how they're doing. And then we talk about the cover and some influences which they may have and um, a bit about their kind of musical history. So thank you for joining us. We're streaming on uh, Facebook, YouTube and Isolation Gigs Facebook page. Um, Isolation Gigs is now one year old. So it started uh, way back in March 2020 and in the first lockdown. So it had its one year birthday last week. So happy birthday, Isolation Gigs. If anyone watched... um, the Isolation Gigs page in the past year, you would have seen quite a few of our uh, podcasts and video sessions, which I did with Chloe. Um, They're still available to watch on Isolation Gigs YouTube, so if you fancy going on there, we've had some brilliant people on, artists, singer-songwriters, actors, musicians, you name it, we probably had it. So um, yeah, go check that out and go check out Isolation Gigs. It's still rolling with the lockdown gigs as we enter like over a year in in various lockdowns but soon we're coming out of it and I'm pretty confident we will be uh, in the clear pretty soon and be able to go back to gigs and go outside and see people and stuff like that so looking forward to that and if you're listening afterwards hello welcome to the audio podcast it's available on Spotify um, Amazon wherever you get your kind of audio podcast and Anchor FM we have a page where you can watch listen sorry to all of the 1.1 song episodes so far so this is episode six um, and it's been a really nice journey so far and uh, I'm really happy today to have with me someone uh, who's like a multi-instrumentalist plays all the instruments that she plays really 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 nicely Um, as someone who I've known for a little while um, one of my favorite musicians from the kind of um, scene that I kind of hang around in and also one of my favourite people so please welcome Bella Chipperfield how you doing Bella? Alright mate Are you alright? <laughs> <laughs> oh this is so lovely happy birthday isolation gigs I didn't even realise yeah so nice. yeah I um, I, I it, this is this has gone so on so long I, I didn't even realise it was a year until I started getting those Facebook notifications like this happened a year ago and I was like, oh, wow, it really was a year ago. Exactly. Exactly. And it's it, it has seemed like a long time, but also quite a short time. And um, mm. I know you I know you started doing kind of like quite a few videos and stuff even before the lockdown happened, didn't you? I, I remember like seeing yeah. seeing your videos and, and stuff. And then I was like, oh, let's post these on isolation gigs as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think it was just like, I want to see people. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you've been doing amazing stuff the whole time. I have to say, like, firstly, thank you for having me on. No worries. And I've watched, I've watched, like, I've watched all of them. They're just so lovely and so interesting to see. It's just so nice to feel that the music scene is still there. People are still there. People still like music. Exactly. It's still there. And we're going to keep it, keep its heart beating until... Mm. Until some point when we can actually kind of go and meet each other in pubs again, or oh. or pub gardens or something. The um, smell of a pub and a I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Even that, um, even that kind of like 
we we gig at the half moon quite a lot don't we and um even that kind of corridor which is always sticky and a oh. bit cold like I, I even miss that i even miss like standing out in that um waiting yeah. to go to go and play or or talking to someone um mm. after the gig and you don't you don't think you'd miss things like that do you <laughs> no i like the hearing the girls toilet flush every time you finish yeah. a song <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Door slam. yeah yeah and actually in the in the guys toilet you can you can actually hear the stage because you're it's like literally right behind it oh um, no and it's really weird yeah and like you just hear the kind of like drums or the or the bass kind of going, but you can pretty much you can pretty much hear most of the music. <laughs> Jamming on the bog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's really funny, but um, I was going to say I think that's probably where I first met you, um, quite a while ago, I suppose. But yeah, probably at, yeah. at probably at the acoustic club or something. I'd I would imagine. I think so. It was a night yeah. you. I mean, I've known of you for years. You're a legend. Mm. Um, <laughs> you actually went to school with one of my. Bessie mates, Owen Davies. I did, yeah, Owen, yeah. Shout yeah. out to Owen, what a ledge. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, Elliot, what a legend. <laughs> I yeah. love Owen, yeah. Oh, such a dude, living out in New York City. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw him just before he went and he told me he was going there and I was like, oh, wow, that's amazing, mate. Brilliant. <laughs> I know. I, I, luckily, I was honoured to be there, mood of honour. And I wow. found out five weeks before the wedding they were going to get engaged and then couple of weeks later they were gonna emigrate it was just, it was crazy it was just like bam 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 get married boom sorted yeah Amazing. yeah really really cool anyway sorry yeah so have known you for a long time but it, you're right it was a night you were headlining hmm. at the half moon and i was really excited i think tom delu played as well yeah yeah and we stayed for a while afterwards just about the old music industry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was really pessimistic about it. <laughs> <laughs> I had a few beers. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember. And um, yeah, I, that's one thing I miss the most, I think, is like after the gig, having a few beers or whatever and just chatting to other musicians and oh, chatting yeah. about music. I mean, we do it all online now, which is great, but um i can't wait to do it like face to face again that'd be so good oh yeah over a bad burger from over the road <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly that's it's it's always it's always the way and mm. um i know um as it's 1.1 song i always have to mention um what i'm drinking i'm on the vintage cider so i've got like a oh. i've got a 2019 vintage which i guess good because it's that's about two years ago West, pre-pandemic uh, yeah pre-pandemic nice. yeah and you don't see much of 2019 you don't hear much of 2019 no, these days it's, it's all 2020 isn't it and i believe you have <laughs> you have a, a pint of coffee don't you pint of coffee mate yeah <laughs> size of this bad boy ridiculous i know I, that what i would do for a pint of guinness right now oh i know i'm a, I know. yeah on the old medication for the yeah the, the spinal situation so i'm yeah so i'm sorry if i'm as i was saying before i'm sorry if i'm a bit slow so hopefully the coffee will balance it out i'm buzzing <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that's the thing if you're gonna drink a coffee why not have a pint of coffee well, so that's what i've been saying the whole time <laughs> you know why pour in the cafeteria you know save your time exactly um so we've got some 
Well, I will say, actually, I always forget as well, um, is to say, if anyone's got any comments, put them in the comment uh, section. If you're listening on audio afterwards, I'll read them out. And uh, if anyone has any questions, we will try our best to answer them. Um, not guaranteeing we can, but we'll try. Um, and Stephen's per keeping the music alive. Nice one, Elliot. Thanks, Steve. Yeah. That's really cool. Steve, yeah. Steve, um, Steve produced uh, "Be More Kind," which which you were very yeah. kind to add your vocals to last oh, year. No, it was an honour, and what an amazing job Stephen did and yourself. Yeah, it, it was a um, great project. It was it was really fun. So yeah, if anyone doesn't know, we did an NHS single um, last year called "Be More Kind," which is a Frank Turner song, and um, I just kind of kind of messaged and phoned up loads of people that I thought were great and was like, "Do you want to do you want to sing a couple of lines?" I didn't really know how it was going right, to work. I like you. Can you sing a line? <laughs> yeah. of a song? Basically, Basically yeah. my friend. <laughs> yeah. I was like. I need eighteen. Have I got eighteen friends? Hopefully, um, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "How many lines are there?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, all <laughs> oh, that person's going to have to have three because we've got yeah. one, one left over. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 you you were on my list, so um, oh, it, it was really great fun. Like I've never put anything together like that before, and um, yeah, thanks to Stephen who, who, who knitted it all together so brilliantly, and. Um, Thanks to all you guys to, who made it sound brilliant, you know. Mm. Top job, Stephen. Um, Mr. Sesh is on. Yeah, Mr. Sesh is is um, is one of our fans. He comes on every now and then. Oh, hey, um, dude. And pint of coffee be buzzing. Yeah. <laughs> so way forward, everyone. You know, roll on twenty twenty two. We'll get there yeah. quicker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Actually, this is a good question. Before we move, we, we get into like the song and stuff. Um, I was going to mention these beautiful guitars that you have uh, to your left, to your yeah. left shoulder. Um, and Stephen's asked actually already: Are all your guitars in different tunings, Bella, or just different tones? <laughs> wow, <laughs> they are actually. Do you know what? Like, um, so for any of you who don't know, my dad makes guitars, and he. I'm very lucky, like I wouldn't play harp unless my dad made my first harp for me, um, which is an Irish lever harp. And he said, I'm only making one of them, never again. <laughs> he made a mandolin that's up here. And yeah, he's made over 40, 50 guitars now. Bless him. And um, these, I mean, this is one of his first ones. This is a Lord of the Rings guitar. It's got Aragon's sword on the wow. headstock. And that's in open tuning, got open tuning. We have actually tried putting a guitar in the tuning of Bad Dad before. <laughs> wow. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, oh, this one's in the John Martin tuning, actually, oh, which is wow. lush. Uh, if, if you play around with it, I mean, my musical theory knowledge is, I shouldn't advertise this as I'm a music theory teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I have to really try with music theory, but with open tunings, you're like, hang on, what, what cool shape am I actually playing? And when, when you're listening yeah. to people like John Martin, who's one of my biggest heroes, personally, I don't, like, I think you, you dig him as well, right? Yeah, definitely, yeah, <laughs> definitely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what a legend. And, like, the, the most beautiful noises he can make with it. And you're sort of thinking, I often think guitar, personally, in, in just shapes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, I can't register the E, F, F, yeah. So yeah, we've got a couple of different tunings going on. Hell of a lot of drop D. That's my my go-to. 
That's your thing, isn't it? Yeah. Or drop C, open G. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that's the last one. The, I, I've, I've, I'm not like massively into my tuners because I'm, I'm effectively a piano player, but I do play guitar. Um, yeah. But I love open G, and um, I think just because of the kind of like, kind of like the country kind of like sound you can get out of it. And oh, but yeah. I always find that I get, I've if I don't play it in enough, um, I get I get confused by the shapes, like you said, because I, I again I'm not massively in on guitar theory, so I end up playing the wrong shapes, and it can sound really bad <laughs> if you play it sometimes. <laughs> Just break a bottle using it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. But um, no, it's amazing, and um, it's amazing. Your dad makes all those guitars, and 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 Joe as well. It's it's it's, it's great. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, because like we were talking about before, Joe's actually the last few guitars. Joe sort of wanted to take on, and as he learnt more with dad, and he worked in the lovely guitar shop in Hartford with Neil and Jess for a yeah. while, and. He's always known so much about guitars and about how they're set up, how they're made. And with Dad's knowledge as a, a wood turner and luthier, he understands about the wood. And he had this dream of making a torrified top. Mm. Uh, I can't remember the name of the but this is going to kill me now. But the, the guitar's got a torrified top, which means that the wood grain is kind of, it's like it's baked, not terrified, but torrified. <laughs> Wow. And so where you put the grain changes the vibrations and things like this. So he's made a torrified top um, dreadnought, which is really nice. And he's now, my brother Joe Chipperfield, if, if you want to look him up, he's doing guitar setups and he's got perfect pitch and he's just ridiculous. He inherited all the good genes. <laughs> so <laughs> that's irritating. But he's he's really doing well with it and he can find stuff that's wrong with your guitar that you might not have known about, even if it's a sweet wrapper stuck on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he'll down frets, reset them, do the action and all of that. So him and dad have sort of been working their way at it's, it grew out of a hobby and a love of doing it that dad did it. And then mm. Joe's kind of ended up taking it over and Joe's made a few now. Yeah, nice. Yeah, really it's, nice ones. It's awesome because um, I should say, yeah, jo Joe's Joe's a brilliant guitar player, and um, he played he played in my band for a little while when we um, yeah. when we did some we did some launch shows for the album, and he did a great job. And um, I was talking to my sister Chloe yesterday, and we were just saying we were just yeah. saying like it it was so fun having him in practice because he's just he just makes it really fun. Oh um, yeah, which was brilliant because um, you know practice can be a bit boring sometimes, but it was never boring with Joe. So <laughs> oh, wicked! Oh, that's it. He'll be so chuffed to hear that. Yeah, yeah, which is which is great. And Mr. Sesh says he's enjoying a pint with you guys. Well, thank you, oh, Mr. Nice. Sesh. That's what it's all about. One pint, one song. Um, and Steve, Steve loves to hear about the guitars, so that's great. But yeah, so overall, um, how have you been during this very strange year that we've had? Have you managed to, obviously you've carried on doing videos and, and making music, which is amazing. Yeah, I mean, I've mainly become addicted to cheese toasties and watched the entire <laughs> box set of Sopranos. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that, I mean, I, I started out, like you were saying, you know, in the beginning, we were kind of, it was a sort of a resurgence of people like, oh, do music videos and like you'll be kind project and mm. be more kind sorry uh, I did a couple of things like that and I had this whole plan of doing live streams and then uh, life happened <laughs> mm -hmm. and um, I'm pretty sure I had COVID at the 
like literally the week of lockdown. Yeah, wow. And I did that ridiculous. I sent that video to my friend Sam uh, Sam Smith. I just sent yeah. it to him privately as like a oh, jamming, and he went and shared it, and my thing blew up. Yeah, because that like, went mental, didn't it? Oh, just like, man. yeah. I was I was almost fuming because I, <laughs> I I was I was you can see me wipe snot off my nose in the beginning. <laughs> I'm wearing pajamas, haven't brushed my hair, <sighs> coughing in between takes, and just. The amount of I just couldn't believe that he shared it, and after that, I got a bit of a resurgence on my social medias and that. So I thought, oh god, I sort of felt the pressure. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's this kind of the, the battle of of like wanting to. I mean, it was. Yeah, I'm not saying it was anything massive or anything, but I think it was kind of a mix of excitement and also like fear. Like, mm. I, I want like music can bring people together at a time like this, you know. That's why I wanted to just send him that message just to him. And then when, when people start coming together, you're like, oh, you know, can I, all well, the NHS are doing this amazing stuff. Like as a musician, I can't work in a hospital. I can't help the situation. What can I do? So it's also struggling with finding time to do it when you feel like doing it. Yeah. And if you enjoy something, you'll find that you just do it. Absolutely. But when you're in a bad state of mind, it's kind of hard to, you can't force it. Yeah. Yeah. I, think. I guess, I, I, I don't know, like some people go by the whole, I don't know about you, like do you go sort of by like a, I must play a certain amount a day and, and put it away. Or are you more like, like for me, I'm like, I really feel like playing the piano and it's like mm. first thing in the morning or late at night and then I won't touch it for a week. Yeah. I, I, I'm similar. I, I go in kind of, surges of of creativity or 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 action um and and i know exactly what you're talking about there because um yeah in that first lockdown i was quite active because i was like i don't really know what else to do um Mm. and like you said you felt you felt a bit guilty kind of sitting around you know while all the people were doing such a great job in the nhs and that's why i wanted to do the the single for the nhs because i thought well we all don't really know what to do here so we'll just we'll just do a song and 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 we did some gigs and live gigs and stuff which was really good and i did one for the nhs but yeah in this in this last lockdown i found it there's been much many more periods of i just don't really want to play much um and then i'll then i'll have two or three days where i'll do a video or something or or write or write something or I'll, i'll have to do a session for someone or something and i'll get back into it for two or three days but yeah then it might go back into a like oh you know um maybe not for a week or so it yeah it's definitely seemed like that in this so i think you got a really good point about yeah, yeah you have to feel like doing it really don't you and i think it's important to know that that's okay mm. to not feel like doing it and with yeah. with creative stuff it to to like accept that you know what it's all right that i'm not creative today i can't i can't force it and then the times when you just be having like an average day and all of a sudden you just have this burst of, oh, I'd like to do it. It's like everyone has their vice. Yeah. And some musicians, I really like the way, I can't remember his name, singer of Joy Division put it, that I don't yeah. do music because I want to, I do it because I have to. Like I, I, I feel like I need I need to. And sometimes I don't want to. But it's it's that whole feeling of like, it's kind of like, the whole, you know, the 
Chinese symbol of medicine and music is so similar. And it's that vibe of, you know, something that helps you, you do it. Yeah, I really love when, that. Actually, when you yeah. need it. Yeah. yeah. That, Music's always there for you. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, definitely. And it is sometimes just like a an impulse, isn't it? And then, oh, then yeah. something comes out and you just don't know. Um, but yeah. Um, <laughs> In the middle of a funeral. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is a nice comment from Clark Roberts. Joe set up my guitars. I can vouch for his skills. So hey, Clark. Nice that's, re- that's really good. So thank you, Clark. Um, but yeah, so it's been a, it's been a strange year. and um, But I'm starting to look forward now to kind of yeah just new things really and and Mm. trying some new things and and getting to to see people again and do gigs and stuff like that um and so you have started on some new material or is is material that you're you've been working on for a while yeah well the song that we've got playing in a sec that's um actually one i wrote in 2017 (laughs) Oh, right, I never yeah, recorded yeah. because, like, mm. writing music. Like, I've always liked writing music ever since I was little. Like, look at the pretty window, it's made of glass. Uh, you know, rubbish. <laughs> I've always liked writing music, and um, I've sort of I've only got like one EP out on Spotify. Uh, deleted the old one, and which is really great, by the way. Really, oh, really thank great. you. Yeah. Leave my mind, please. <laughs> Mental health situation. <laughs> yeah but i think that it was mainly based on movies actually every single song in that is based on film (laughs) um but i think the the, this track that we're doing now is because i got some equipment for my 30th Hmm. and i was like wow and actually i know a bad workman blames his tools but when you get cool equipment it gets you excited yeah. When you get like a good instrument, you're like, "Whoa, I sound, I sound a bit better than playing on a matchbox." <laughs> and it sort of inspired me to think, "Oh, what can I record?" Oh, I know this song. I, I wrote it ages ago, so I, you know, looked it up again and started. So it's just the one-off, and mm. I might be putting it on Spotify and stuff. It's just like a single. But I'm going to see what happens because I'm working on the whole cover thing, just trying to. Learn how to use Adobe Audition doing yeah. multi-track recordings because I'm losing some feeling in my hands. So mm, yeah, I was yeah. thinking, well, if I do multi-tracks, I can build on top and hopefully no one will know except I've just told <laughs> people who are listening. <laughs> <laughs> you see, yeah, it's, it's true what you say about instruments because I was in a studio a little while ago and... Um, talking to the to the to produce the producer and, and he's got some amazing instruments in his studio just like basically any vintage instrument or whatever you want is in there there's a hammond and Rhodes. oh like a lovely, a fine oh god it's, it's so good and lovely yamaha uh, piano which i love obviously and um yeah we were just chatting and he, he and he was going do you know what elliot um sometimes people come in here with like instruments which are you know good but when someone comes in with a a, a beautiful lovely instrument or, or they play something like this piano mm. it makes my job so easy because i just i don't really have to do a lot 
I just let the instrument do the talking. Yeah, yeah. And it, and there is an, a difference, isn't there, between a, a beautiful, amazing instrument, like well-made oh. instrument, and and something which is good, but you know, doesn't it doesn't quite sound as good in recording. Absolutely, like, and it can even get you down when when you mm. can you can hear. I mean, when I was a session musician back in the day, <laughs> I did a couple of sessions at. Um, Universal and Bridgebone yeah. Studios, where they recorded uh, the Who recorded um, "Brick of the Wall," all that kind of stuff. And they had yeah. uh, I played the Hammond that's on that album, and then at Universal, I got to play Freddie Mercury's concert grand oh, piano, wow. and Damian Marley had been in the day before, and it the whole place stank of. <laughs> the whole place and on piano right there was this line of tobacco yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Damien Marley's been here I think Freddie would approve though oh I think <laughs> that's so that's my like claim to fame I think that I literally just melted on this piano it's, it was just so you could climb in it and lie in it it was so good not that I did <laughs> but he donated it to them what a lovely man that's that's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah, and that piano, honestly, never played another piano like it. Not yeah. just because of the piano it was, but like who owned it. But the, the, mm. oh my god, it's uh, amazing. A really, really beautiful, well-made piano. It almost feels like you don't have to play it. It almost plays itself. Mm. Like oh uh, yeah. And it's hard to explain it to people, but that's what it feels like to me. Like I'm yeah. like oh great, this is like. So easy, making my job so easy. <laughs> so I've often wondered if you'd like to take up the harp because that's why I took it up. Because it's like if a mm. I started learning guitar later on after I played piano since I was about six, and then yeah. dad was making guitars, so it was like play guitar. And I'd lovely Jeff Carpenter teach me absolute legend. Oh, he's Jeff, so yeah. yeah, yeah, and he taught Joe as well. Is oh god, we wouldn't know anything without he's Jeff. He's a bit of a ledge, isn't he? Oh, God, I know. And he taught me about it. He was like, you're a girl playing guitar, you're going to learn how to pick. I don't want you using any of these plectrums being one of them. I cannot <laughs> use plectrum to this day. I just, wow. I can't do it. Um, so actually, finger picking like that and playing the piano, I saw someone at Cambridge Folk yeah. Festival playing the harp. I was like, oh, my God. It's like a, the love child of the two. Yeah, yeah. And if you play piano, you can play harp. Okay. I've never, I've never even, th I think you did mention it to me once, actually. Yeah. Mm. Because um, I, I was watching uh, in in one of your videos, which we will we will see later. Um, you do a thing where it's like, it's it's like how I would describe it is when I when I go down the piano, like down the octaves, and you do oh, it on the harp. Standard. Yeah, yeah, that and and it's it it looks like a similar kind of thing to what to what I would do on a piano and just go, brrr, you know. Yeah, it really hurts on a piano. Yeah, it does. You yeah. Do <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've seen people they use their right. elbows, elbows yeah. and stuff. It's Jamie Cullum does that a lot. He, he's just like <laughs> elbowing the the hell out of his piano. <laughs> oh, that's a good musician. But Get it looked, yeah, and it looked it looked like a similar kind of um, similar thing, and I was like, oh, that's cool. It's cheating because it's diatonic, so it's like oh. a scale. You can't play well, can't play a wrong note, but it's tuned to a scale, so it's very oh, okay. so unless you change it. So the the harp that's on the video has got pedals on it, and that's how you get yeah. like essentially like the black notes of the piano. You use your feet. Yeah, okay, okay. That's yeah, awesome. So 
it's, it's mad. A bit of music theory. And you, you've kind of like got your own way of playing the harp as well, because you use you use a lot of percussion with the like with the shell of it as well, don't you? With the with the edges and stuff. I yeah. try. Yeah. I try. It's mainly because I miss my band. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because they're all grown up and busy and yeah. understandable, and life happens, and like we always jam together when when we get the opportunity, like before all of this, obviously. Because um, like John's one of my best mates and Joe's my brother, so yeah. Um, but I, I always, I, I've never thought of myself as a solo person. I don't mm. like, I don't even think of myself as a, as a singer. I, I'm not mm. really. I don't warm up. I don't do any of that. I'm an insult. Like to call, to call myself a singer, I think is. I don't. Know, I, I don't know if I can do that because I. <laughs> well, but, you just um, you just naturally sing. Yeah. I sort of just wail and. I got involved in a jazz club at uni and we were like the local jazz bar and listening to Billie Holiday, smoking, fags, drinking wine. It just kind of <laughs> happened. Yeah, yeah. And then um, it was just sort of to keep myself company and it, it happened. So I tried the percussion thing because I, I hear other stuff in my head, like, oh, John would be doing this, John would be yeah. doing that. And I'm really bad at keeping time. And with my hands in the state they are, like playing guitar is like playing it with a whisk. Yeah, so yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. So I've been trying to align everything on <laughs> the old multi-track, so hopefully it comes out all right. It's hard when you play solo, like when you can hear everything in your head, can't you? And I, I'm mm. a bit the same. Like I only ever played with a band when I first started, really. Yeah. And then, then I went solo, more solo, I suppose. Um, but yeah, you're still hearing all the stuff and you're going, oh. Pure solo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's it's certainly easier with solo to like to do gigs. You just turn up, don't you? <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah, and like also, I always feel for John, like having to lug out all the guitar, like all the drum kit, like and all the cases. At least the harp is big. It's six foot three, but it's got one case. It's like the giant harp. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. John's there for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. So. Let's, I think, let's have a listen to the song. So tell us about this immigration song, is it called? Yeah. Yeah, so immigration song. So a bit of a Led Zeppelin fan. I think that's right. where it came from. But actually, yeah. it's a bit of a faux pas because the song is about refugees, you know, yeah. trying to, to leave somewhere. And it's actually based on, it was just written back in 2017 when Alan Curdy, the boy who was on the front pages and washed up on the shores of the Mediterranean Sea. And his dad was the only survivor of his family. They were traveling to Greece um, because they wanted to immigrate to Canada, but due to legislation at the time, they couldn't. So they were trying to travel to Greece on this boat. And along with, I think, about 13 other people, he passed away. His brother, he was three, his brother was five, and his mum died as well. And his dad's the only one that survived. Um, Wow. And I think, right, I've never thought of myself as kind of trying to put myself out politically. But I think at that mm-hmm. time, I literally just had a day on my own with a guitar. And I was like, this has to be a, a folk. There, there has to be like a, a message, a musical message around this. And I, I didn't post it. I didn't do anything about it. I was just playing with it. And the lyrics yeah. kind of fitted. And there's a verse about Donald Trump. Or oh, really? a suit. Yeah. Great. Because there ain't no room for you. But I'm still sailing in. (laughs) The idea is that, you know, at the end of the song, it's like there's still a little boy looking out at the sea. So whatever we can do 
to be aware that there will always, probably always be turmoil and there will always be refugees wanting to find safety. And this is probably, if, if I can say political, I don't know. So the yeah. folk vibe came from like, how can I do a folk song? So we brought up on blues and stuff like that. And um, so then it played my bit of fiddle in it. That's lovely, yeah. Yeah. But I was playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption at the time, so that's yeah. kind of why it comes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a little bit redneck. But, um, which, which I love. Yay. So, cool. yeah. Well, what we will do, we will sit back and we will, we will listen to it. So, uh, Thank Mama, pack your things. We're 
comment great song and video bella oh cheers love um and gorgeous voice and lyrics that pull you in like you're the only one listening to a special secret wow that's lovely yeah. thank you so much <laughs> oh that's so lovely that i think that's um that's one of my favorite songs of yours i'm really glad you chose it because i think um i might have seen you play it i think in one of those yeah. gigs we did, uh, yeah. I don't know, was it 2019 and or early 2020? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, 2019, um, as usual. Yeah, so I might have seen like an early incarnation of it. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. It, it was weird because I'd only played it live or on my own like mm. that. And it, so it's the multi-track. I was like, it was fiddle. Why is hard? It's and you start yeah. to add things. Um, I try not to overdo it and keep it kind of raw. Yeah. I like a bit of raw because it's like the um, Native American saying, one for the gods, my dad always uses for guitars. It's like when they used to make beautiful tapestries, you know, with yeah. attention to detail, they're deliberately unstitched ones so they wouldn't shame the gods. So when you're trying to do something beautiful, don't overdo it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I but yeah. Completely agree, and 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 keep those little things in there that, like you said, kind of like yeah. give it its give it its kind of um, you know its character. And um, I think there's a perfect mix there because it's not it's not overdone. It's got that great kind of folky kind of kind of rich sound to it. And um, I really I really love that that like the fiddle kind of string line thing. Oh, um, that's amazing. I love that instrument when it comes in. It sounds amazing, and um, the harmonies are really 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 effective i think as well thank um, you are they all are they all you kind of like multi-layered yeah yeah it's me going, mm, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going lower, lower. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> how many knees can i get in three seconds yeah yeah <laughs> and that fiddle is actually up on the wall my dad got it for oh. eight bob when he was 12 Wow. We took it to get it, the bow rehead, because it was all broken. Mm. We took it to Ken Stevens in Cambridge, and they were like, uh, to get it rehead, this is an antique. <laughs> what? Turns out it's just a proper nice violin. But I played, yeah. like, a, I had violin lessons at school, but I, I'm really bad. I just kind of slide until it's almost in tune. Um, yeah, yeah. But it came out as a really nice one, so. I've often wondered it. about the violin. It's, it must be, it looks really hard to play. It's so hard. Yeah. And, and so, someone was saying earlier, it's like one of the only instruments where you kind of, you have it on your shoulder and you're kind of, you're kind of looking at, it's on the same arm as your, yeah, yeah it's really and odd. The, yeah. The vibrato angle, I could never get that. I mean, cello, yeah. that's easier, but 
that you have to use your whole elbow and the way you hold your bow i've got a, this is going to freak some people out look away if you're a bit squeamish but like double jointed thumb oh <laughs> so when, I, when i hold the violin bow it would pop in and my teacher would go you're popping in again <laughs> so i could never play violin but she said yeah. you can play pedal because you hold the bow differently and you're a bit you okay. know, as opposed yeah. to violin which is open and beautiful which yeah <laughs> But I mean, it's, oh, it sounds so good. And uh, uh, do you know what I really love about songs is like, uh, you know, I always pick out lines that I hear that like I can see and 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 um, that really interest me. And, and the man in the suit one, I'm really glad you kind of told me what it was about because I was like, it's a really cool line, but now I know what it's about. It's an even better line. Like, Yay! Yeah. yeah. Um, Just like a man at what, Santa? oh god yeah i i yeah i, I love that and um oh, anything which which is a bit trump bashing is great you know so oh, yeah. um and very very kind of uh very deserved as well and um, <laughs> <laughs> so was it written um was it written over a long period of time or was it was it kind of like i know you said it started in 2017 but did it come together quickly because you had that political kind of yeah. narrative going on yeah it was weird like I, i've always struggled with lyrics lyrics i really bad. i always write about the scene about a moon mm. something about a howling wolf Something, you know, it's always like, oh God, and I hate middle eights. So there isn't <laughs> a middle eight in that, really. Um, and I think this one actually came out in about a, a day. I had this time, because I like to play when I, I know I'm not, no one can hear me. Yeah. It's like I'm in a bubble, because I, I start getting self-conscious. So it was always like, if I'm like home alone, or if I've got this little bit of time and I'm not teaching, I'm not doing anything, it and just do it and it just sort of boom and I was like oh I need to yeah. Donald Trump oh yeah that kind of works and like playing with the rhythm and I like the riff and then like trying to work out the rhythm of the vocal and then the words luckily sort of fitted in and the idea of the C and then it's very mm. repetitive so <laughs> there aren't many words in that song <laughs> you know the verses don't change too much so it's that yeah. recurring thing but the end is like kind of like a chorus and I, I guess I'm, I'm leaning on the folk vibe for that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that one kind of came out quite, quite, quite nicely. And you, um, you said um, when I was speaking to you yesterday about it, um, you said that the the image that we saw there was just something you knocked up, like <laughs> yesterday, was it? Yeah. So it's this really cool app I have it's, on my iPad. It's wicked. So, appropriate yeah. and um so i've been doing some like album art and i an artist is like my second job so i do like portraits and things like that and then the this app on procreate you can it records you while you're drawing mm. so i was like oh music video you know i'm trying to learn animation at the moment i was telling you the other day yeah it takes so long <laughs> yes. and i've never been trained properly in it and i'm just swearing at a computer for five hours on end and yeah. i get my dog yodi to go that's it um but the um yeah it's great it's easy it just records it and i just i had the song on 
repeat just like trying to draw what I saw and I thought oh I'll get the C to move oh no I need to crop it so you see all the mistakes as I'm going <laughs> but I it's kind it. of like yeah music video done yeah it, it's so it's so fitting for that that song and when the boat appears as well like that I think that that's my so my favorite bit that yeah <laughs> it was so weird I, I put it together I trimmed it and I was like sailing it happened in yeah. time <laughs> yeah um yeah it's good fun because you kind of get this element of it moving mm. but you're seeing it progress as it kind of goes on so it's quite fun creative force. yeah yeah <laughs> may the creative force be with you with a nice star there as well yeah. <laughs> That's nice. so if anyone um who's watching or listening um if you're listening on the audio podcast you, you can't ask questions because it's afterwards but if you're watching live now um if you've got any questions just ch put them in the comments section and we will do our best to answer them um, yeah, as we go <laughs> yeah exactly um so now i come i come on to the kind of like the kind of like standard questions that i ask on on 1.1 song the kind of like songwriting questions kind of thing oh, um, so I ask most people, like, I think we, we kind of almost covered this earlier because we were kind of saying, well, it's a bit more like a an impulse kind of thing. But are you are you an evening or a morning writer or can you be both? Evening. Yeah. What about you? More evening. Definitely more evening. Hardly mm -hmm. ever morning. If if I write anything in the morning, I'd, I surprise myself. <laughs> <laughs> Just wake up, Keith Richards style. Yeah. I've had a yeah. dream, it's going to be number one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be evening when you're tired and knackered and annoyed about something or yeah. feeling good about something that's happened. Yeah, yeah. I, I, can, I can definitely identify with that. Um, <laughs> and do you have any specific place that you like to write or obviously you're surrounded by some amazing instruments uh, where yeah. you are there, but... I mean, like, just, it's ridiculous, like, I just, to think how lucky I've been to have the surroundings I had growing up, like, just, it's ridiculous. Um, and the support from my family, mm. it was always, you know, I can, it's almost sickening to think, well, oh, I really want to learn the harp, and Dad's like, all right, if I make you one, you bloody well learn it, all right? <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> wow um and I, I think it's, it's 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 cool seeing them all up there and it, you always feel like don't become wallpaper you're getting dusty i need to use you yeah. but i think writing in terms of uh, definitely in a room of my own on a sofa normally with my dog next to me going home and um yeah just when i have some time on my own in a cozy corner yeah. when i know i'm not being heard yeah and what about you? Yeah, so musically, uh, probably on this sofa, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, that sofa. The that so sofa. The sofa, the, yeah. The star pillow, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, that's it, the one. It's become the lockdown sofa where, <laughs> I, where I seem to spend all my time. Um, and, and yeah, like... Uh, I suppose that's where most most my writing happens. Um, in normal times, I do like to go and write lyrics in like coffee shops. Like if I'm 
if I'm struggling with lyrics or something, I like I go and kind of like observe things that are going on around me. And even if it's not, uh, even if I don't write down, oh, lady over there spilled a coffee, I might get like a vibe from it. Um, Bloke farted in the corner. Yeah. (laughs) That guy won't get off his phone. It's really annoying. Um, But um, yeah, I might just get a vibe from it and it'll it'll jog something in my mind that that i maybe started yesterday or the day before and that's a really cool um, idea just just yeah and or parks actually i like parks um in in the summer but not not this time so much but um yeah like park benches and things just just sitting there Um, that's amazing you need to teach me the way i'm like (laughs) grab a scrap of like teaching notes from like practice your yeah. C major scale like, <laughs> or whichever student it is and, yeah. and like grab the back of it and try and write words and my handwriting is awful and I, I try and scribble it out and it's up with scribbles and I end up taking those on stage with me and I think no yeah. no no I need to type it up so it's actually legible because even I can't read it yeah <laughs> just like, in a dark room in the evening on my sofa yeah yeah <laughs> Do you ever do you ever write do you write down a set list? I've done that before. Oh yeah. And and I've written it like in such bad writing. I've I've been or I've abbreviated the song and I come to it and I go, What's that? What song's that? Yeah, oh wow. um yeah, um <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, and I'll just skip over it or something and I end up just making up the set in the end. Um, my song one. My yeah. song two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cover. Um, um, actually, we've got a couple of questions here, which is good. Um, oh, lovely. We'll do this one. This one was our second, but we'll ask it first because it more uh, relates to what we were just talking about, actually. Um, do either of you refer to a notebook of lyrics you jot down, or is it always in response to the music coming first? That's such a good question. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you were going to go first. All right. Um, <laughs> Personally, I, mm. the music comes first. Yeah. Unless it's like with this Alan Curdy thing, actually, funny enough, probably the the only song, immigration song, was the only one where I was like, I need to write a song about this. And then the riff came. Yeah. So the idea behind what the lyrics would eventually be came first, then, then the music vibe is like the pillars for the building. Like once I had the foundations, I was like, yeah. right, now I can paint the building. Yeah. Think. Um, I'm so bad with lyrics. It's normally like I really like this chord. I'm going to write that chord down. It's it's not necessarily a chord progression. It's just a chord. It's like yeah, I don't know, D flat add nine or something. I'm like woohoo, sus four. Nice. Some weird stuff, and then I'm, I write down the notes in weird form, and I'm like, or some like one day I'll be twiddling, find a little riff, and then just keep playing with mm. it. And I just go lyrics are nowhere near in my mind yeah. and then it's the whole grab the the teacher bit of a4 line paper <laughs> and scribble them on but what about you Elliot what do you do yeah so I think um yeah I, I, the, similar so I think the music drives the lyrics it, there has to be some bit of music first otherwise I very mm. rarely just write lyrics I do I do write lyrics sometimes on their own but they tend to be more like more poetry kind of things but um when i'm writing a song it's the music first definitely yeah. um which drives my inspiration to write something and then i'll i'll write something in a notebook but i'll probably then go back to it 
a lot later on and then make it sound more interesting. So I might write like, you know, I might yeah, have two. Of, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Giving away all the cheats now. Don't <laughs> share this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like. Yeah, it'll always be the music. I'll write down some basic ideas, then I'll go back and listen to it and then decide, you know, something that's a bit more interesting or, or mm. then try and work out what I was trying to say sometimes. A bit yeah, more. like word painting as well. Yeah, like, yeah. Like you'll get to like a, a sad chord and you'll be like, maybe this will be a sad lyric mm. or mm. a sad lyric and you're like, I'm playing ding 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 like bluegrass, my wife died yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> They all sound so happy about it. <laughs> yeah, they do. They always yeah. do, don't they? Yeah. Always the Um, But yeah, I think, um, yeah, mu- music and like chords and melody always comes um, first, I think. Yeah. So yeah. That would yeah. be the that would be the, the general answer. But thanks. That was a great question. I can't see the names of all these people that are asking, but thank you for that question. That yeah. was great. Um, and this actually... This next question kind of, um, oh, actually, I've got one more question to ask you about the, the song, Immigration Song. So um, did it change when you, when you played it live? Did it, did it surprise you in any way, in any way to how you thought it was going to be? And did it change when you then went back and recorded it? Or, or has it just stayed the same? It's, it stayed the same, I think, because it, I, I almost like I, I hear the harmonies in my head when I'm playing because yeah. I think to almost semi answer this question I can see here about who musically influenced you the most. I think it depends yes. in which what I'm playing, like whether it's like an instrument, which instrument it is, what kind of style song I'm doing, if I want to do a Moni blues song or if I want to do something a bit more get up and go folky. But I think in terms of singing Coming from a classical background, learning to sing a, a major third mm-hmm. and then a fifth and all that kind of thing. Yeah. And mixed with listening to a hell of a lot of Billie Holiday and how she takes a melody and goes. <laughs> and basically just completely changes it. So the melody's here and she is way. Yeah. And so when you can kind of. It's like I heard those harmonies and I'd try and sort of hit them while I was singing the melody at the time and then being able to actually come back and and lay it in, it's like, oh, that was in my head and now I can hear it back. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And um, so obviously Billie Holiday is is an influence of... I think so. Quite quite early on I I used to... I mean, I like to think I'm a bit of like listening to a lot of eclectic types of music, <laughs> heavy, heavy metal, I love me Red Hot Chili Peppers, to Chopin and Robert Johnson, John Martin, mm. you know, in any given week, Little Feet will be next to, you know, what, uh, Tribal Quest or whatever. Yeah, but I yeah. think vocally, Nora Jones, Billie Holiday, um, and as my register of my voice is slowly becoming more masculine, <laughs> so really, like that song actually was written with Capo Four, and now I keep it open. So uh, yeah, it's all the coffee. Cigarettes. Oh, all that coffee and cigarettes. Yeah, mm. um, it sounds like a great song actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, John Martin, obviously, I can definitely hear that. 
um, oh, really? influence. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the first things that that I thought of, um, and yeah, I just I just kind of like that kind of it's that kind of like that guitar sound as well. That kind of like you yeah. said, the John Martin kind of sound. Oh yeah, I mean that. Luckily enough, I got to see him live before he oh, wow. passed away when he had one leg. Oh wow! Yeah. Diabetes. It's at the yeah. Cambridge Roundhouse. Yeah. And uh, he was told not to drink, and of course he had his drink. Really. <laughs> Amazing man! And the fact he could he could make some crazy songs like Jelly Roll and all that kind of thing, and then do something like Fairy Tale Lullaby, which yeah. I, I wanted to have as my cover originally, but then for yeah. other reasons. I do this one a bit more perky, um, but yeah, I think the way he can just transport—he's one of those. He does the about the boy thing where you close your eye and you sing. Yeah. Um, I now do that. I think <laughs> when live, it's to like shut out the audience. It's like in your own experience. I don't know. If, I know just you know you do it occasionally. It's it's like I love seeing it because I find it really cringy mm-hmm. when someone's singing looking you in the eye yeah 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 because I, I, <laughs> I feel like i get i get lost in it and, and yeah i yeah. wouldn't i wouldn't really want to just like stare at, at, at people all the time it it would feel oh, weird yeah. as well yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it is getting lost in it and sometimes you'll finish a mm. song and you'll be like oh god i'm at the half moon yeah, yeah, I've had that experience in venues. Yeah, yeah. you just you just nice. kind of. I I always think I think I know that I'm playing well when that happens mm. because I'm actually engaged in properly in what I'm doing. Whereas okay. if I'm thinking too much about other things, and I'm like, oh, I can go wrong here, or like, um. But if I yeah, if I know that's happened, then I'm like, oh, I must have been really into this. So that's so true, and you find yourself doing things you wouldn't if you were thinking mm. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You. That's what I like when you can surprise yourself on stage, and mm. and you've got that. I don't know. It it must be when things are going well that you have this kind of like confidence to try a new, a new thing, yeah, or something. Let yeah. go, and you you can see it when musicians do it. Yeah, when they lose their s h i t, you know, they they yeah. just they're off. Yeah, and you're there with them. You're like, woo! You yeah. go for it. Yeah. Oh God, absolutely. But um, if you're if someone's enjoying themselves on stage. Chances are, everyone else is enjoying themselves. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Um, so we've almost chatted for an hour, and I, we've we've got about five ten minutes left. So we we have to listen to uh, another song before we leave as well. So um, this is a good opportunity to talk about the cover that you've uh, chosen. Yeah. Which is a Dave Matthews song. So this is. <laughs> Right, this is out of my comfort zone. I love, uh, like, Dave Matthews' band when I was younger, I remember him getting a bit of stick for some reason. It was like, don't make it. He's a genius, this guy. Like, mm. um, this song basically has a hell of a lot of deep meaning to some of my best mates who have just recently become parents. Yeah. And this song means the world to them. And so for, like, over nine months, I've been planning to cover this for them. And it's, not in like it was really hard for me to sing this dave matthews is an insane voice yeah he is yeah and he is so musically talented all yeah. of his band like thank god it wasn't one of their songs that's in like seven eight and then a bar of five eight and then yeah. 
madness. He's an absolute genius. So luckily it was in like a standard tempo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I wanted to give it a go for them and I sent it to them and I thought, actually this song, you know, the amount of babies that are being born at the moment, people like popcorn. Mm, it's, it's, ha- it's happening everywhere. Yeah. And it's kind of this this feeling of like the lyrics say, Oh joy begin this idea of like out of this pandemic can come all of his life yeah it's just insane and it's kind of looking to the future you know not necessarily even though it's about new life and a new child and the idea of someone being born and what that's like but also i thought maybe you know just sort of spreading a bit of a joy vibe about the pandemic as well like as i was sort of listening back to it I mean, I had to retake it so many times and I was recording it for them because I kept ugly crying because <laughs> <laughs> um, their baby just been born. So, I don't know. I just hope it sort of brings some positive vibes um, in my crazy attempt to multi-track stuff with my weird tappy-tappy and trying to align everything and really weirdly cut together videos. So, hopefully it's all right. No, it sounds great. And I really yeah. love I really love this song. Um it's uh, again. I didn't realise it. It was called Samurai Cop either. Um, it's because he was watching this apparently really bad yeah. movie Samurai Cop. This movie was So call it Samurai Cop then. I mean, Samurai Cop sounds like a very interesting movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and so yeah. So most people probably know it as Oh Joy Begin, and mm. um, I think it's a brilliant. Oh, this is a great message, actually. You're right. There's so many horrible things that have happened during the pandemic, but there's also new life being born and uh, new hope yeah. coming to people, new starts that, that some people are going to have in, you know, in hopefully in April. Um, yeah. And yeah. hopefully no, loads of new music. So um, yeah. thank you so much for coming on. What we'll do is we'll, we will play out the show with the song. Um, because that seems to be a nice way to, to leave to leave our uh, our guests. And um, I'm so glad you came on. I, I was so happy you said uh, that you wanted to come on. Um, oh, thanks. And uh, so lovely. It's been it's been really nice. And um, thank you to all our listeners. Thank you to everyone that's put comments in. Some lovely comments tonight. Um, absolutely lovely and um, if anyone wants to put any more comments in I go back and look at all the comments afterwards because I missed some of them and I'll answer any anything that anyone uh, says and please subscribe to the YouTube channel we're trying to build it so that we can kind of like take the podcast bigger so eventually when we can actually meet people we can do it in person in a pub um, with some cameras and stuff you know Pints um, of coffee and and pints of coffee. Yeah, maybe we'll do it in yeah. a coffee shop. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have a pint of wine. Yeah. <laughs> so so thanks everyone for for watching. We're gonna play you out, um, with a beautiful cover of a lovely Dave Matthews song. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>